0: Check. <laughs> oh my God. I know.
1: What are we doing here? I don't know. Yeah. Apparently, it's a panel.
0: Someday, when oh I'm mama. awfully low, I'm in
2: fear for my life. And the world the is cold. The law,
0: I
1: think, I will I, feel a glow. We are electric. Yeah. <laughs> and the way you look,
0: feelings tonight.
2: More <laughs> than feelings.
0: All right. So, uh, uh, what are we doing here? Who's Ladies, check. I think we should probably introduce ourselves. I I have got no game.
2: <laughs>
0: I got nothing. <laughs> uh, Hello. <laughs> I,
1: I I think I disagree with you on that no game
0: thing. <laughs> my my uh, my, you know, my yep. warp core is buckling. <laughs> a hip a hop oh, yeah. a hippie to the hippie.
1: Hey, on mic three, you can ever you do can that, you, that again? Can you make sure you turn <laughs> the suck knob down on mic three, please? All right. Yeah, 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 that that it has a lot of suck.
2: Hello, Vince, you ignorant slut. <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: boy! Yeah.
0: I have worked wow. my entire life yeah. to avoid having to hang out with slut sluts like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I I am told, is someone moderating this panel? We need to be moderated. <laughs> like someone's gonna bring moderation. Not at uh, apparently, uh, Garrett, you're you're going to be moderating the panel. I be moderating the panel. They they're on the panel itself. Y- you'll never have any moderation if you got me <laughs> modulating. I, I'm the guy who removes the modulator. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, then we don't have one now. <laughs> I just I disconnected that a long time ago. All right. You've heard the comments. I've made the comments. <laughs>
3: Sure. I'm, uh, I'm Jeremy Danner from Boulevard Brewing Company, and I am not Garrett Oliver. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Mom.
1: I'm Vince Mandeville from Brash Brewing, and I don't know how the hell I'm on this panel. I'm only here for a picture with all these badass fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: Garrett Oliver from Brooklyn. Do you know Brooklyn!
0: Thank you for having us, <laughs> Susan. I'm Brock Appreciate
2: Wagner you. from St. Arnold, and I'm here to learn fashion oh. advice from Garrett Oliver. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. All right. So now how? Now I where need we a go?
2: Moderator. Oh,
0: what you want to know? You know? I'm happy to answer any questions. I am 400 years old. <laughs> 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 I, I I have always been here. Okay, Jeremy. Boxers
3: well, or briefs? Boxers, dude. I'm, I'm so freaked out by briefs. Like, they really change the landscape down there, man. <laughs> I can't do it at all. Like, I get freaked out by socks.
1: Hey, Jeremy, I'm going to say uh, I like the boxer briefs. You know, what? it's sort of the
3: connection between both of them. I can't do it, dude. Yeah, I get, uh, I get really freaked out. All right. Now you know.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: I prefer to maintain some mystery <laughs> about these things because you know them now. What is waiting for later? <laughs> now you wonder what is happening with Garrett. And you think about it later when you don't want to. H- hang on, let me see. Wait, what <laughs> is happening with Garrett? Sorry, okay. no, you know, it's like, I'm not sure Garrett's wearing any underwear.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just impressive,
2: that's all you need to know. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I'm not sure either.
2: Penis jokes, always funny, always appropriate. Yes. This is what happens when there's no moderator. You know, I was
0: like, what, <laughs> Yo, right. okay, yeah. if okay, yeah. a question. Yankees or Mets? Uh, Mets, being, you know, being for the Yankees is like You're saying that you like sunshine and money and, money and puppies. Yeah. It's like, sure you do.
1: Astros. <laughs> Royals. <Yeah.
2: laughs> what? Yeah. Astros.
1: Yeah, of
2: course. I, can, I converted about 13 years ago.
0: I'm going to start interviewing people any minute now.
3: <laughs> hey, let it go. Let it go. We have the microphone. It's our show. Yeah. Well, I, I never homebrewed. The first batch of beer I ever made was... Se- <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah. that, went, that went south fast. That's such a homebrew reaction. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, bleh. snap. Oh, uh, snap. The first batch of beer I ever made was Seven Barrels, and it was um, was an IPA called uh, Cape of Good Hope IPA at 75th Street. And I had no idea what I was doing, um, but that, that's a great way to learn how to brew, is to jump in and figure it out. It's like... Um, it's like when you, when you jump out of a plane and learn on the way down, is what I did. Which is not advisable, but it's what happened. Pull the cord. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was no cord.
1: Yeah. Mine was a stout, uh, and it was the same stout I used to actually get a job at St. Arnold with Brock over there. It was, yeah. it was good. Yeah.
0: Uh, I brewed a pale ale called Blast uh 1984 brewed from a British you know uh, brewing kit um, and I followed the instructions which told me to add like about 40 percent sugar uh, oh. because I didn't, oh I, didn't, I didn't I didn't realize that British <laughs> brewing kits of that of that time were intended to make cheap beer not good beer because in Britain they already had good beer so what people were doing home brewing was for, was for uh, doing cheap beer, so uh, I quickly learned after Blast, which had a really cool label, and was based on uh, a a journal by uh, by the vorticist artist Wyndham Lewis. And you can a, look him up. And a yeah. name,
1: and a name, just like most homebrewers would do. Name. Like yeah. we name it before we make it. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> I I had, I had an idea, and I was like, we're gonna blow this all up. Yeah. And, 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 and and it was basically. You know, based <laughs> b- based after, uh, 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 of all things, the way that we're going to blow it all up in 1984 was making something that tasted like Samuel Smith's Pale Ale. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. All right. I was throwing down hard. Yeah. I, People never, ever saw anything like that.
3: I was, I was three years old in 1984. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love you, man. I love you, Garrett. I, I, I told you. 400
0: years old, I have always <laughs> been here. I have crossed oceans of time to be, you gentlemen.
1: <laughs> <Rock>. <laughs>
2: I'm intimidated now. So, like Vince, I started with a stout Edward Lafayette, named after my great-great-grandfather. And uh, I did have a lovely dot matrix label that i printed for it and uh it, it actually turned out well and then i <laughs> brewed a porter and it turned out well and then i got balled i brewed out a i brewed a pale ale as my third beer because i was feeling really good and god that tasted like shit <laughs> so when did you get kicked out of uh your did you ever get kicked out of your uh dorm room no i was on double secret probation at rice <laughs> <laughs> But that was actually for beer marathon, not for running the pub out of my dorm room, which was not condoned by the university. My favorite part is everything I did was wrong. Everything would have gotten me in trouble and it was a different time and they did not take kindly on those things. Now they think it's an awesome story and they actually tell it. It's like, of the limitations. And all the girls are Brock over Brock Wagner, this now. is
1: on record now. <laughs> You're on record
2: now. <laughs> yeah. Next question. If
3: y'all could do something in your early careers differently, what would it be and why?
2: Make more money. Mine's easy. I have easier. no idea. <laughs> I would have opened someplace other than Texas. Because <laughs> the laws here suck
3: Oh, yeah.
2: That's what I would. I, I did. I remember being really frustrated in like 2001, 2002, like having been doing this for you know at that point I guess about uh, seven, eight years, and we hadn't really we'd gotten about 5,000 barrels and we couldn't get any bigger, and I mapped out every brewery in the country that was bigger than us, and at that point there were I think. I think we were like the number 70 brewery in the country. He's like, death list. Yeah. <laughs> People, you, too could, you, could, you, could, you could draw a line right uh, basically on like the south side of San Francisco straight across the country oh and every brewery that was bigger than us was north of that line with two exceptions, a beat in stone. Go so, go yeah. but so the we're, biggest we're, thing we're, is we're open in a there, state so. that, that has good laws. And that was really hard in the beginning, so that's what I would have done differently. Yeah, and by the way, I'm really happy that I did it and persevered, and thank God I'm still here, unlike all the other ones who started I'm, around the same time. I'm happy time, he did it because we're yeah. here. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. easy.
1: <laughs> if it wasn't for it, Brock, it was brutal. We wouldn't be here. So
2: yeah, go
3: on. No, no, go on.
1: No, oh, it's your turn. No, keep now. going, Vince. What?
2: No, no.
3: I feel like um, a, as I look back on my brewpub experience, if I would have known like half things I know now, I would have done so many different things. Um, I feel like at the brew pub I was like a cook. I was the head cook, and I knew how to make things according to the recipe, but I wasn't the chef. I didn't know how things would change if I did this or that. And uh, I, I think that's what a lot of people who work in big breweries feel like. Like, if I could go back and know the things I know now, I could do amazing things at a brew pub where you can do whatever the fuck you want. You know, like, but but at the same time, like, we're we're tied. We work for a business, and we have to do things that make sense. And and if I could go back and do things that don't make sense, I would do everything that doesn't make sense.
0: Uh, well, I'm moving backwards through time. I'm doing more things that don't make sense. You know, which is why we have 70 beers that we don't sell to the public. Sure, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's working. Uh, it's totally working. Yeah. Ask the accounting department. Like, totally works. Yeah, like you know, it's like, all these, like, 70 beers that we don't sell, it's awesome, dude. Yeah. That's why you're drinking some of that, uh, you know, yeah. right now. But um, we're also making beers that we do sell, so I'm like, you get, you know, like, two for you, one for me. Yep. Three yep, for yeah. you, one, two for me.
3: Like, we you make, know, thir- we, <laughs> yeah, we make 30 beers that have no plans at all, except that we like them. And, and that's cool, but at the same time, like, we have to make beer that makes money, which is confusing, but at the same time, like, Want to make beer that we want to make, so we make those beers too.
0: Well, you know there are these little grenades that are called flashbangs. Yeah. And I find like, and they like, they make a loud noise. They don't hurt people that much. But now loud flash and noise. Sure. And I find if you throw them at the accounting department, yeah. they're really disoriented. Oh, they're for, so like, confused. Yeah. Hours.
3: They're like, what the Look fuck happened? Flashbangs, yeah. like, uh, yeah.
0: Shit blows up and then like they don't know what yeah. happened. It's, it's been,
3: like, three weeks, like... Yeah, confused. I, Very I'm confused. Like, I can't walk straight. Deaf, yeah. too. Deaf. Yeah, Deaf yeah. and yeah. confused. We should all make a <laughs> beer called Flashbang IPA. Flashbang. I like yeah. it. Or, or call it Flashbang What the Fuck Ever.
0: <laughs> yeah. The jump by that, Jeremy. I, I, I want that now. Like, Flashbang IPA. I'm feeling it.
3: Yeah.
0: Brock, what have been your major mistakes? <laughs> No, here's the question. What is the most humiliating thing, and I'm going for humiliating, that actually happened in the brewery involving yourself?
3: Oh, God, dude. So um, <laughs> I know exactly what to talk about. Years oh, ahead, I don't, but I'm waiting. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Years ago, we, um, we started making 80-acre hoppy wheat beer, and it's a beer that we dry hop during fermentation, and we forgot to think about the fact that during fermentation... There's still CO2 in solution. Oh, I've seen that picture. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. It's, oh, it's yeah. off. Yeah. No. It's on my my phone right now. So we're um, uh, me and a fellow brewer named Dustin, who now works for uh, Deschutes as their barrel guy. We're on top of a tank, and we start dumping hops in a in a funnel, and the hops start slowing down, and they stop, and they start coming back out of the funnel. Yeah, you and, get that nice. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And Dustin looks at me, and he goes. We should go. <laughs> and um, at, at that point, that's when the hop starts shooting like, out yeah. of the funnel, and I'm like, "Hey, bro, my feet feel wet." Yeah, like, yeah. That's a that's a common CO2 poison green, green in the hole. Yeah. You're like, "Oh my, my feet are the wet, bro." Volcano. Yeah. It's yeah. like um, we've all taken acid, and you're like, "I think we're British," um, but when you when you when you get overwhelmed by CO2, you're like, "My feet feel wet. It's weird." <laughs> so uh, the hop starts shooting out we pull back and for about five minutes beer shoots like 15 feet out of the tank and yeah. um, we should go, <laughs> um, should and there, go there's ahead. a there's a really long drawn-out joke about I'm so sorry for telling this is this gonna be are we recording this okay cool he's like <laughs> yeah bro we are there's a joke about um, a, a giant pig at a state fair and there's a there's a cork in the pig's butt and something happens or somebody pulls the cork out of the pig's butt, and the joke, I, I, I don't know the full joke, but the punchline is like, I don't know what I saw, but like this one guy going, <laughs> and, so and the, that's what happens. You're like, there's all this. you trying CO- to put the, yeah. the cork in the there's, pig's butt. Again. I don't know what you do. <laughs> and all the all the CODs coming out, and the beer's coming out, and you're like, I'm going to try to pluck it, but then you realize <laughs> we should go. So that, <laughs> that's my worst thing. And it was cra- it was five minutes of insanity, man. I've, I've never seen that happen since.
0: Jeremy has never been truly humiliated.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've made oh, bad choices. Surely you can do better. <laughs> yeah. So there was this guy named Chris Keller that used to work for St. Arnold. I was. Uh, yeah, everybody knows Keller, right? Chris Keller. Yeah. Um, he had a tendency to put yeast all over his body seriously all over his body somehow it would just if you unhooked it the hose yeast would somehow be on his body so i was showing somebody through this scene Ar- the beautiful sanarro brew i don't know if you guys have ever been to sanarro brewing company but you probably you probably should go there because it's 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 a beautiful place uh Yeah, no, but I was I was there one day and I was I was walking a fireman through. I was showing him things, and Chris just happened to be working on a tank that day, right near us. And I said, "Hey, Chris, can you wait until we pass by before you do whatever you're doing?" But of course. He opened that clamp oh, and yes, we all got sprayed with yeast, which is called the money shot. <laughs> you know the money shot. Oh yeah. You've had it. Alright. So that's that's mine. Not as not as funny as Jeremy's.
0: Brock, surely you can do better than this. You must have been much more humiliated. <laughs> well, my mine was actually a, a result of the product that we made. It was the first year. That,
2: The first year that we did uh, a barrel-aged beer, uh, I think it was about 2003 or 4, and we we filled up a bourbon barrel with uh, an imperial stout.
1: Are we we talking
3: about?
2: And it was it was St. Patrick's Day party. Oh no! And it fell on a Friday. I was there that day. And it was a good beer. It was a really good beard. We've I never made liked, a barrel-aged. You liked it, stout I, I did I did like it. In fact, I liked it a lot. In fact, I had, uh, let's just say, several pints of it. And I'm not a touchy-feely person. There are some people I have not seen back at the brewery since that night. <laughs> <laughs> My hugs may have been a little too long. Me too. In front of the husband. <laughs> But I was happy. It was good. But yeah, the next morning I had the shame.
0: Yeah. Well, all right. I came in. I came in one morning, and our guy Tom came to me and said, "Uh, "We got a problem." Uh, I was like, "What happens?" Like I dry hop fermenter number twelve. I'm like, "What's in there?" He's like, "Vice beer." And it was the middle of summer, and we needed the vice beer. It's like, how long ago? It's like it's been 10 hours. So I go back. The beer needs to be hazy, but we need the hot particles from the dry hopping to come out. I'm thinking about how we can get it out. So I went to the pharmacy, and I got uh, two pairs of, I said, what's the largest size a pantyhose that you, you have. did not
1: do that, did you?
0: Uh, and they said they said they, they said queen queen size. Were you hearing what he's doing? And I'm like, okay, pantyhose. I'll have two pairs pantyhose. of queen pantyhose. size pantyhose. And so we got back to the brewery. I got an open top tank, and and you know <laughs> sterilized the pantyhose. How wait, you wait, wait, wait. You boil them. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Were they, were they flesh or? Tan uh, uh, they were. They, oh, they were flesh colored. And, uh, 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 well, you know, which is a racist question. I didn't say what (laughs) flesh. Yeah. The devil is in the deal. I'm just fucking with you. Um, And then, uh, you know, taped around the end of the hose and sprayed it all off as well as we can. And we start to run the vice beer through the (laughs) pantyhose into an open tank. And then we're pumping out of the open tank back into the fermenter and we're like, this is working.
1: That's the best version of that beer ever, right? And it's
0: and, it, and it's working. You know, the particles are coming out and the haze is still in. We run through the two pairs of pantyhose, two and, and two, and and but they keep they slow oh, down and then they're on. done. Sure. So I then I think that's a and I still to this day do not know why it uh, ended up being me, as it ought not to have gun, been because I didn't do
1: phenomenal.
0: this. I you know, you the second pair absolutely. was filled up. And I went back to the pharmacy like an hour and a half later and I said to the lady behind the desk, I need three more pairs of queen size pantyhose. And she just looked at me and she was like... (laughs) I said, oh no, darling. It's not like that. You know, like, a tank's been dry-hopped. She's like, she's like, I'm a brewer, and a, you know, a thing happens, like, sure it did. Yeah. You know, I'll be happy to get those for you. And now we know the and answer of boxes
2: or briefs. <laughs> <laughs> well played,
0: sir. <laughs> and we have a phrase still at the brewery. So I told Tom that if we dry-hopped the wrong tank again, after we ran the beer through the pantyhose, he was going to wear them. Uh, and we said, like, you do that again, you're going to wear the pantyhose. And everybody knows exactly what it means. Uh, because, uh, yeah, that was a moment. Had a few moments. That was pretty good. That's, <laughs> that's
2: amazing.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, that
3: is a fucking like, great moment.
0: All right. Three questions for the crowd, and then, like, we go back to just drinking.
3: Yeah, man. I'm good,
0: thanks. Somebody, question, question, question. Right All right. Bale.
3: It's not um, for me. It's not law-wise. It's about mentality. For me, the, the biggest obstacle to craft beer right now is snobbery. We are we are 13 percent of the market share nationwide, and whenever people post about drinking Coors Light or Bud Light or Miller Light, we say, "Why not drink better beer?" We are not going to get people to drink better beer by mocking them for what they drink. And if you if you think the telling some Someone is stupid for what they enjoy drinking. We'll get them to drink our beer. You are so fucking wrong, man. Like, like craft beer should be friendly. And if you have a friend who drinks Bud Light, buy them a Kolsch. Buy them a Golden Ale. Buy them a Craft Pilsner. Oh, and, a and, money, and stop and with really the bullshit of craft beer snobbery. That's the biggest <laughs> thing we're facing right now. And and we're, we're so guilty of, like, we play Tempest in the Keith Town all the time. We're like, well, these guys are freaking about this or they're freaking about that. But so many people who drink our beer in Kansas City have never said the phrase craft beer ever, and they never will, and that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because they're drinking what they feel is good beer. So if you drink beer that tastes good to you, you're doing it properly.
1: Yeah. I don't think I have to. You, you want to answer? You? I'm so obnoxious
3: about that. I'm sorry. But I refuse to give up on that. It's so important. I,
2: I, I second that, by the way. I think yeah. Beer... To me, beer is is about something that you drink while you enjoy your friends. If it becomes about the beer, if the beer surpasses your friends, then beer is lost. Again, Brock's enjoying
0: his friends. Again, you know, I I thought you'd given that up, enjoying your friends.
1: I actually (laughs) have, you know, if you start trading it like... (laughs) like uh, baseball cards, or you start using it as a commodity, it's not, it's not what it's supposed to be. We actually, we actually make beer for drinking, not for trading or for, uh, you know. <sighs>
3: right, beer is a soundtrack right. to what we're doing. <laughs> beer, beer is what happens in the background of people having a good time with other people. And I, I believe that so strongly, man.
0: Uh, you know, I refer to background beer and headphone beer. You got background beer, which is like background music. You put it on and like you're doing something else. Then you got headphone beer, which is like put the headphones on, you know, pay attention to it. And the same way that you have music, you listen to different ways. You have the beer that you drink different ways. And I like the fact that like we got Brooklyn Lager, which is like your background beer. And then we have things like this, which are headphone beer. And you have some things that that are in between. You know, I think that the main thing that like we need to do you know, as, a, as a community, is to really like, cut out our unconscious you know, uh, biases when we're talking to people about beer, about who we think is going to understand our beer, et cetera. Because I can tell you, I've done over a 1,000 tastings, and I found, it took me a long time to discover this, that I would look at a crowd, and I'd see some you know, 80-year-old lady at the back of the thing, and she's got a blue rinse, and I'm like, oh, man, she's not, she's not going to be able to handle this guz. Um, I mean, I need to dumb this down a little bit so that she can get it. And then afterwards, she'll come up and tell me that that was her favorite beer. And that it reminds her of this trip that she made to Belgium in 1960. And like whatever else. Guys come up to me tell me that they were stationed in Europe during World War II. And it's like I realized then that like I was judging people based on their appearance you know, a bunch of twenty-one year old, you know, girls coming in and they're like, We're just here to meet some guys, and like we normally drink coarse light, we don't even like beer, and then afterwards they're like like, well, we don't like beer, but where can we get this one, this one, this one, and this one? And they're the biggest, baddest ass beers that I brought. And people make that leap right away. Yeah. And the thing is, like, you are but never they're the they're smartest they're or they're most they're interesting they're person in the room. The Lister you know, like, and now, when I talk to people, I always assume that they're going to go all the way there and if they don't they don't like it that's fine but i don't I don't hold anything back from anybody anymore it's full bore all the time It's like you don't like it great, but people appreciate the fact that you showed it to them and that you didn't try to like you know make it make it nice and easy you know people always ask me about the gateway beer it's like I don't care about the gateway beer I'm going to like I'll lay the whole thing on you right now and eat beers and like see what you like <laughs> and what you don't like, and you'll be surprised and I'll be
3: surprised, and it's all good. You're so right, dude. We make the, we make the mistake of saying no for people we don't know, and that's yeah. bullshit, dude. We, we, we assume that people who we don't know and we don't know what they like won't like this beer, and we say no for them when we should say, do you like this or are you interested in this? But so many times we make a judgment based on what they look like, what they normally drink, how we feel like what they might enjoy. And we say, I'm not going to offer that to them. And that's so fucking wrong, dude. We should offer everybody the same experience we offer everyone who expresses they know things about beer. Because, like, it, it's not for us to say this beer isn't for you. It's your job to determine what you like. Hey, Jeremy. And I, I, I Je- hate Je- that so much.
0: But, dude. Jeremy, I have, a com- I, I have a confession. What's that? I'm, I have, I'm here to hear it. I have a confession. I, am pro- I may be the only guy in this room to have this confession. Regular, everyday, mass-market beer. There was not a single day in my whole life that I liked it.
3: That's okay. I, I no. never did. No,
0: I no. never had those days.
3: Yeah, Dude, we, we all like different things. I like Doritos.
0: Okay. I'm still yeah. all right.
3: Dude, I love Doritos. <laughs> and if you... No, I'm serious. If you think Lady Doritos are a I'll, thing, I'll, you're so fucking wrong, man. Are those Crunchy real? I, chips are for everybody. I do have a question, though. Are those though. real? I thought oh those were God, Instagram. Yeah. I have a question.
1: Yeah. I have a question. So, do you... Do you, what, I, know, I know the answer both of you would say, but... I'm passionate, you, do, yeah. would, would you chase, like, very popular styles in the moment?
0: No. <laughs>
3: Question?
1: Would you chase very, very popular styles in the moment? Like we have a very, yeah. very popular yeah. style at this point in time. That is, that is actually it's gone beyond New England to. No, oh, like, uh, like I feel like you want to talk about that yeah. style.
3: No. Uh, uh, oh, nobody can <laughs> hear it. She got real. It's like, right. we need to position so I was asking him right would
1: they chase styles just because, you know, you can make money on that style.
0: I don't like you know, I mean, New England IPA is not a style. I've had some good ones, I've had a lot of bad ones. You know, I, I don't think that, you know, it's not a thing that matters to me or seems very different to me. People talk about a hot bursting and then i hear the technique i'm like dude we've been doing that for 20 years yeah, same, same thing, thing. and yeah, it's like we all I mean, been doing it it's real. all it's yeah. all the yeah. same stuff and then yeah. you talk to we've hop scientists and they're like well is there a truth to like this theory and they're like no we've studied it there's nothing here and i think that the fact that the fact is people do drink with their eyes you know and you know that the new england ipa style is based on a cultural moment which takes together the visuals, and the can. It's always a can. Can't be a bottle. Yep. Um, and and and, and the rarity online. and the radio online. Yeah. But I mean, you think about it now. Every single New England IPA is 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 in a can. You know, they don't. You know, it's 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 a thing that's really based around visual culture, which is fine. Like I love Instagram, but do I think that that is going to be a style that's going to matter in a hundred years, like? so many no. other styles is like well, no, no i actually yeah. don't think so but like if you're having a good time with it now and it brings you in and you're excited and you're having a good time i'm not going to tell you what kind of music to listen to or what kind of food to eat or what kind of beer to drink you know you have your good time and i'm gonna go have my good time you know and it's all good i don't care
1: if if you're tired of blue moon and want something else
3: We can answer as long as we want to, bro, but we'll entertain your question. Bring it. What's the beer style you're
1: interested in getting reconnected to the getting
3: back into? So the question is, what's the beer style we're inter- interested in, like, reconnecting to or bringing back, right? like, i to get back into
0: it. How dare you slag Cezanne. I, I was
3: like, I was like, I was like I was like, do, do I say that out loud or what do I do, man? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not saying like that Cezanne. out loud. Yeah. Like, um, I've been bringing saison since 1998, yeah. and I still love it. Yeah. I love, um, I love drinkable beer. The, uh, the notion that beer should be hard to drink is bullshit. Like, like I watch people drink beer, and they're like, they go, that's good, and their face says that's not good. That was hard <laughs> to drink. So like, <laughs> yeah. like regular beer is king, man. So like, I'm so excited we make. Make a good kolsch. make a good pale ale, make a good Rattler. I, I, yeah, un, Unfiltered Hellas, man. Yeah. Unfiltered uh, Hellas. Okay, Keller yeah. beer. Uh, Keller
0: beer all yeah. day, every day. Like regular you know, beer like, is good, man. A good man. Keller beer. Yeah, we make that at our uh, our sister brewery in, uh, in Stockholm, and like you know, we made it ourselves for a while. And every time I go over there and drink it, I feel like really... Uh, I feel nostalgic for that. Hey, Brock, I you love, have like I love 10 questions now. Brock Wagner is back. Ladies and gentlemen, oh, Brock oh, Wagner. That, oh, that yeah. that hurt, ladies and gentlemen. I felt it
2: move <laughs> the table. Okay. I, can, can y'all tell me everything that you said while I was gone? Yeah.
0: Uh, water, vodka, it's be water. Water. Do they have water. <laughs> no, it's uh, I. I, 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 have to I tell you, liver. you might not like it, but it's true. Yeah. I, I, am not gonna drink it. I, I, I really hate that stuff. <laughs> water. Yeah, water. Yeah, water. I'm. Uh, and and you know what? Uh, here, here, here's the thing that here's the big change. Here's a big change in the culture. This is what I used to do. You go to a party, 10 years ago, and you don't know whether there's gonna be any craft beer at the party. Walk in the front door, look in the fridge and wherever. You don't you see any craft beer. Right, no, yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. go yeah. to oh. the you go to the bedroom and you slide your sixer under the bed. Yeah, dude. Now, in my I know you might think Damn. Garrett's a terrible person, but have you been? Man, you have access to the bedroom. Have, have you been have you been on an airplane? And remember, they tell you that if the oxygen mask comes down. You need to put the mask on yourself before you help the child? (laughs) Goddamn right. (laughs) I I feel that being a guest at a party is kind of like that. Your job going to a party is to be a good guest, and I cannot be a good guest if I am deeply unhappy. And if I have nothing to drink, I'm going to be deeply unhappy, and therefore to be a good guest for my host, I need to have something good to drink. So I need to take care of myself, and then I can help the child. And so now... That doesn't happen anymore, because when you go to a party, there's always something good to drink. You don't need to be sneaking stuff under the bed anymore, wow. and everything can be out in the open, and life is beautiful. Come on, man, this is progress.
3: It's That's true, true man, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Don't tell me you never put beer under the bed, Jeremy. You're looking
3: like yeah. you put a lot of beer under some beds, haven't you? There's beer under the Beds, bed. closets. I know, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Shelves. I love me more than anyone else. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Not me. No. There's t- there's there's, yeah. too, there's too there's too many. I got a whole. You know, I got like eight books worth of favorite beer pairings. Yeah. But I mean, they are surprising beer pairings. There are things that I never thought were going to work. I usually don't allow anybody else to come up with the pairings that I'm doing for the dinner. I do the pairings and they do the food. But I did one thing in Norway once where I was working with a chef who really wanted to serve our creek with this salmon dish, and I'm like, Creek and salmon. Cherries and salmon. I'm like, that is the nastiest thing I've ever heard of in my whole life. It's like that sounds terrible. You know? And it turned and it turned out it was an awesome pairing. You know, I learned something. So, you know, you, you, you never know. A lot of good yep. stuff. I, I think
2: my favorite pairings, two of them, they're very simple things. One is, like, when I, I remember eating an artichoke and having our amber ale. And, like, artichoke is something that, like, is a wine. Like, people run f- screaming from the room. And I just, I was having artichoke because I like artichoke. And I opened amber ale right when the brewery opened. I was like, oh, my God. This is a great pairing. And the other one is Amber Ale and Gulf Coast Oysters. In January and February, when they're big and fatty and sweet, nothing beats that. Mine. Oysters and beer and artichoke and beer. The hops, the hops and beer pair unbelievably well with artichoke.
1: Mine is Pussy Wagon and Taco Bell.
3: <laughs> <laughs> for the win for uh, the loss um i love pale ale and Burn ends man like it's it's so good to have like a beer that has like big caramel flavor with just enough hot bitterness with like really nice like super sweet almost like burnt marshmallow Burn ends it's so amazing Burn ends ends. Do you guys know what burn ins are here in Texas? Oh, burnt. yeah. Oh, burnt. Like, like if you're, oh, like, burnt. Yeah. you're talking about brisket. Like you? No,
2: no, oh, it's not. Uh, no, we, no. We don't know anything about
3: brisket know, yeah, here. Know, yeah, we don't
1: yeah. know
2: anything about brisket like, here okay, in, know, in Texas. I, yeah.
3: I thought he was I saying burn I thought he said burn too. Yeah. I did too.
0: I know what a burn end is. Yeah. I came here to start shit. I was, I, I was, in, I was all impressed. Jeremy knows about this burnay Bern- sauce.
1: He's burning <laughs> what? <laughs> hey no,
3: I know mother sauce too, bro. Yeah. At do Boulevard, down, they
0: yeah. clarify their
2: butter before they brew.
3: <laughs> I'm here
0: to not get fired. Yeah. All right, now that we are rambling, <laughs> right. uh, I, I, yeah, I I I think it's time for us, you know, you to go on drinking, us yeah. to ramble to the bar, and we'll drink out there and have a conversation together sure. because. Uh, you know, we're gonna start boring you real soon yeah, if we haven't man. yet. Um, but you know, uh uh thanks for uh, uh, accepting uh uh you know a New Yorker into your midst. I know this can be treacherous in these days. Uh but uh, uh we all- beat the Yankees. But you're a Mets oh, fan. That, that did go. happen. Yeah. Oh well, you know you know. We don't worry about it. Like I got a drawer full of World Series rings. My mom's got some. My brother's got a few. My cousins got them. Um, how many you want? Like we just got them hanging up all over the place. We got a, one I got like, World Series ring. It's fucking awesome. I got <laughs> you know, I'll tell you what. We're happy to see other people win the World Series because yeah. it's like it's nice to see them like lose that chip off their shoulder. You know, when uh, when the Red Sox won, we were all like, "Thank God!" You know, these people are so <laughs> are so pent up. Maybe they'll be nice now.
3: You know, <laughs> I have a World Series ring on my dresser at home. They gave me one, dude. I know they. Yeah, gonna. fuck yeah, man! It's crazy. I don't deserve it, but they gave me one.
1: They gave me a What are you talking me, group? What? Yeah. yeah. World Series.
3: I have a World Series ring. All he had to do
0: shirt. was was agree to have that hat sewn yeah. sewn to his head, you know, and it didn't even hurt.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we all make choices.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, no, it's great. It's like a mesh. He can wash his hair right through it, yeah. you know. <laughs> we we say Houston earned.
1: We
3: earned yeah. it. Yeah. Thank you guys so much, sure. man. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Jeremy, Jinx. Jeremy, James. Oh. There
2: we go. Let's see if I can op- operate my one, there. two, three. That's so good,
3: man. We and the, uh,
1: years years yeah. later they're gonna go, who is that beard? Thank dude? you guys. <laughs>